Hey there, this is Andrew, and I am bringing you some Keyforge news right off of Keyforging.com's front page, and <clears throat> we're just going to go through it really quick. The uh, gist of it is that Ghost Galaxy has updated some cards that were previously spoiled. Some of them are just for clarity, a few are to improve the gameplay, so... With that said, let's just go over the the update. Uh, you can find this on keyforging.com. It's currently the first article you'll see. But uh, yeah, the title is The Winds of Change Brings the Spoils Again. And the first category of changes are renaming some cards because of uh, just to avoid confusion, really. So, in the case of some of the tokens, they were named the same as traits. Uh, if you don't know, traits are the <clears throat> words that appear underneath the name of the card. So, you would get the name of the card directly beneath it, it would say creature, or in this case, token creature. And then beneath that, you'd have <clears throat> traits like Getrukia and Merchant or Goblin. And instead of keep the card name Goblin or Merchant, they've changed the names to be a little different to avoid confusion. So that if a card says uh, destroy each trader, or if a card says destroy each merchant, you won't have to wonder, hey, is this destroying each card called Merchant or each creature with the Merchant trait? So this is a huge improvement just to avoid that confusion. They replaced the rebel trait with the trait ironics uh, to be a little more thematic as well. So it has a similar effect in avoiding confusion, but in this case, that's the, that's the direction they decided to go with it. And they changed scout to prospector because there already was a card called scout in a previous set, which was a, an untamed action card. So this is good. Uh, okay, and then Tengaika is one of the rare cards. It's the rare card in Unfathomable that would bring in a special token. Uh, and that, that token is Cultist. And they reworked it a little bit. <clears throat> I guess in playtesting, it just wasn't making it to the table very often, which wasn't fun. So uh, they want it to be balanced. Hopefully this doesn't make it overpowered. I think they probably have thought about that in, in testing. But the old version, you had to have five cultists and then you could uh, then you could play it. Now you have to have uh, four cultists, four or more cultists. So the, the threshold's lower and uh, and what the cultists do is they actually ward the Tangaika. Um, when they destroy themselves, which is a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool effect because it means you have a greater chance of keeping Tengaika on the board. Um, yeah, this is pretty great. The one bummer is that, uh, I think previously the cultists could bring Tengaika back from the discard pile and that's not possible anymore, but th this is probably more fair. Uh, okay. Disciple, uh, <clears throat> is the one of the is Sanctum's special token creature, and it used to have 
uh, an effect that it couldn't do stuff if it if it had a non-monk neighbor it couldn't be used uh, and then it was three power and two armor which is pretty big for a token creature um, so I guess the the problem was that people often end up in a situation where they had a bunch of unusable creatures on the board that's no fun so it's been reworked they don't have that restriction on use but they start at one power and they get additional power and armor based on having monk neighbors so if you get them all together they uh they do they, they become more powerful and then uh the, the, you know the one maybe downside to this slight downside is that newer players often struggle to keep track of plus power effects and will use counters where they shouldn't and so this this could be a little confusing for newer players but it also could provide an opportunity for them to get used to doing things the right way only using counters where the game tells you to and uh otherwise just remembering how the effects work so i think that's okay uh, the after fight and after reap change has been talked about. It's happening. This is really good. Uh, I hope that I, I assume they're changing it even on reprinted cards. Uh, I, I sure hope so. But essentially, cards that would have said reap do something will now say after reap do that thing. Or cards that would have said fight do something now say after fight and they point out in the article uh after fight is probably the more important change because people got really confused about that but after reap is still a nice clarification because uh it makes it clear you get the amber and then you do this so and you know ultimately a lot of the confusion i think goes back to <clears throat> just early on in keyforge there actually wasn't a lot of clarity even among the designers about exactly how that worked and so uh so they were a little slow early on to release that information and to, to be very clear about it so anyway uh, yeah much clearer now that is a great improvement for the game and especially for new players who haven't you know haven't sunk a lot of time into reading all the faq entries in the rule book okay uh, they made some tweaks to power and rarity. They explain why in the article it essentially had to do with making sure that uh, the number of creatures is somewhat consistent across houses. The, the average number of creatures will show up in a deck. So you don't have some houses that tend to have fewer or more creatures. And then, uh, so, so what they did is they made Belligerent Guard a common had belligerent guard been spoiled yet i guess i guess it must have been but i don't remember seeing it, it enter, it's an eight power giant that enters play ready but when you play it your opponent draws a card i like that and um i do think shopping spree had been spoiled before anyway so they made belligerent guard a common and shopping spree an uncommon so they swapped them it fits it it's great oh and belligerent guard i guess was a higher power previously now it's eight uh, because it's common, which that, that makes sense. Um, they got rid of a spoiled card, Art Project. They tried to rework it, but just couldn't figure out a good way. So they might come back to it in the future, but it is not going to be in this set for now. Um, that's good. I'm really glad that they were willing to make those kinds of changes. That's um, That really is actually important to, to make sure it's a good, fun, healthy set and good, fun, healthy game. And so um, I appreciate them 
making that choice, even though it probably meant they had to come up with something else from scratch. Um, a couple other things that they mentioned, Cadet got reworked previously. I think it was a destroyed Ward, its most powerful neighbor. Now it's destroyed Ready, its most powerful neighbor. Um, I, I really like that effect, and that actually goes well with the Star Alliance theme, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, obviously, the, the downside is that doesn't do much if it happens on your opponent's turn, uh, most likely, but it's still cool, so I'm I'm good with it, and it probably is more valuable to do on your turn than warding something would be. Uh, okay, Edict got uh, reworded, really, just to say uh, after a creature reaps, the next time a creature is used that turn, it can't reap, so it won't apply across turns. People were worried about that. Uh, better to just fix the wording. Election used to have uh, yay would mean destroy all the creatures, and nay would mean... Uh, don't destroy anything, but now the uh, it's been. Re I guess everybody was just always voting nay, so it, it kind of fizzled and never did anything. And now it's been reworked so that uh, if nay is chosen, you destroy each artifact. Um, yeah, that that seems great. That's more fun. Forces a decision. If you're in a situation where you don't want to do either of those then it makes sense to just discard this, right? So um, that, that seems better. <clears throat> uh, mark to generator, enters play ready now. Uh, they, it was just too slow. So that seems, that seems fun. I, I don't mind that. And this is, you know, the controversial one to me. This, this is the one mistake I think they've made in this whole thing is uh, they changed Phalanx Leader to, it used to say uh, you would make a token creature to Phalanx Leader's right, and it has this after fight, after reap effect that applies to creatures on its right. And they said that didn't match because it's facing to the left. But I just have to say, the creature's called a leader, so you would think that it's facing... If it's if it's leading, maybe it would be facing away from the creatures that it's leading. So it would actually make sense for the creatures to be on its right while it's facing left. Uh, but anyway, Ghost Galaxy disagreed. They changed it to say left instead of right. It's a little silly, but all good. And uh, I don't think it matters very much one way or the other. So. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm glad they care about those details, even though I think in this case they they were backwards. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, that that's it. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I am sitting over here going, where where is my restricted list for Alliance? Because, uh, yeah, got to do some planning, and it's hard to plan when you don't know what's going to happen. So, really, uh, two weeks now until until uh, two weeks from, from yesterday, I expect to be flying out. And uh, so having some, some of these details will be really helpful in planning <clears throat> how that trip's going to go. So anyway, that's that. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. And I really overall am, am pleased with the changes that Ghost Galaxy is making and the the way they seem to be handling this stuff. So that's all. That's great. Um, yeah, thanks for watching, and get out there and forge some keys.